Welcome back to the Christian Women's Health Collective Podcasts. We're in the month of July. Can you believe it? We're over halfway through with the year. And this month, we want to talk to you about the number one thing you need to have the most best health. And that thing is rest. And how do you get your rest? So we're just going to do our normal round robin and we'll see where this goes. Who wants to go first? Bree does because she she said it because <laughs> I started talking about it <laughs> sure who needs the most rest in this group of all of us <laughs> I, probably, I probably do need the rest yes great um so yeah I think I think it sounds like kind of silly Americans right like the idea that the most important thing you can do for your health is sleep because people are just like I'll sleep when I'm dead you know I'm gonna push through this I'm gonna do whatever but the more uh, the more you see of that and the more of that you do the more uh, destructive it is on your body and uh, not just your body but also your mental state and your spiritual state and the decisions that you make are not as good for you as they would be if you had gotten sleep. Um, I think people who are sleep deprived crave sugar and caffeine because your body is wanting fuel. Um, and people who are sleep deprived um, don't have as good reflexes, their brain is not on top of things. And so then your body is not on top of things and you're just causing more stress, more stress. And I think people start to feel discouraged and overwhelmed the more tired they are. And so I have a tendency for being overwhelmed e easily and having anxiety if I, if I haven't rested and if I haven't gotten sleep. And so I think the number one thing that you can do for your brain and uh, for your health is to just rest to learn how to rest I think a lot of people don't take time to rest and they sort of just take it for granted that they're going to have time to rest eventually and that eventually lots of times never comes until they have a health crisis and so I'm going to encourage you <laughs> to take time this summer to learn how to rest and last month we kind of started that a little bit with our um, benefits of being outside and just taking that like daily five minute vacation and just being outside and taking a pause in your day. Um, and so I think that's a good start, but I think a lot of people need to just have a nighttime routine and I'm going to say it, go to bed early. You know, maybe you need to be your own parent <laughs> and say, you know what, I need to go to bed early. I can't be staying up till 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night all the time on my phone or watching a show or distracted or whatever you're doing because the most important time of night to get sleep is 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. And if you're not doing that for yourself, then you need to start. Mm -hmm. You need to start. God has a lot to say about rest in the Bible. It's not just about sleep. It's also taking time away from everything. And um, Jesus is a perfect example of that. He would go away by himself 
outside to the mountains to pray um, or go away from his disciples. He would be by himself and rest in the presence of God. So, yeah, there's just so many, so many good things about resting and sleeping that you need. So one of the things that you mentioned was the brain, how important it is for the brain. And that is so vitally true. Um, I am currently reading a book called Why We Sleep. It's a very, very good book. And it just talks about how important sleep actually is. And I've just, in the beginning of the book, and and I'm going to say this for any new moms out there, because we, I know when we're new parents, that's the one time that I think it's acceptable and expected that you're not going to get the the kind of sleep that you would want and need but um there's this new thing with sleep training babies and that's actually an infant never should be woken up when it's sleeping it actually will damage the development of the brain so i wanted to drop that little nugget out there for anybody who watches this that might be a new mom i know it's hard I know when you're not getting sleep and you're waking up multiple times a night, that's really tough. But I just wanted to throw that out there for any of you who might be new moms. Now, if you're not a new mom and you might be like me, perimenopausal and sleep is becoming um, a little less convenient or a less easy, rather, um, there are multiple, multiple things that you can do to help get your sleep. And I'll, I'll touch on a couple of them today. Uh, one of them is to put your phone away. Bless you. One of them is to put your phone away at least, at the very least, an hour before you go to bed. And that's phone, television, all the technology. Because I know they have blue blockers, but it's still the stimulation. So the stimulation, even from the LED lights that we have in our lamps today, is more than we should be getting to go to sleep. Um, so the least amount of that that you can get will help you sleep better. And then for, uh, I love that Brie already touched on the 10 to two. There's something about that four hour period that every sleep expert who has ever studied sleep will agree with that there, that is when all of the repair and the memories are being reconnected in the brain and whatever you learned for that day. So I, you know, I pick on my husband and I, cause I'm in my forties and he's in his thirties. And I say, we're baby grandma and grandpa, because since we started dating, we've gone to bed early every night and we do it seven days a week. We don't have the weekends because you can do a lot of damage to your body. If you get off work on Friday, go to the club, start, you know, living it up and then staying up all night, Friday night and Saturday night, and then trying to catch up during the week. There's no catching up there. It's not possible to catch up on sleep that you've lost and any damage that's done is it takes time to repair and you have to be willing to take that time to repair. So um, from a, from a bodily standpoint, from a brain standpoint, I just, I can't recommend enough just being diligent in your sleep schedule because it's so important. It's so important. I think too, you know, we say sleep and what um, rest. And I think when you think about rest, that's an important thing too, because, you know, some people make it their, um, you know, six to eight hours in every night, but then you're going crazy from the time you wake up until the time you go to bed. And, you know, it's just like a chaotic, hectic, overwhelmed day and, or, 
or you're late for everything. And so you're constantly in the rush, rush, rush way of life, which was the majority of my beginning years. I mean, I don't know how my children ever had a good day because it was always, let's go, come on, hurry up. We're like, you know, just constant. So, I mean, they're probably like still today. <laughs> um, and I think that is an issue in itself too, because when you look at just the overwhelm of what's going on in the world. And then you look at everything that we're having to deal with in our own day to day, that alone is enough to give yourself permission to rest and to take a day off. And so I think finding those days or giving yourself permission to say, it's okay to do something. And I'm not saying it's okay to lay on the couch and watch TV all day, if that's what you do every day anyway. But what I am saying is that if you're somebody that's always like, go, go, go get them, there's nothing wrong with watching a TV show or making yourself read a book or telling somebody, no, we're not going to do that this weekend. Um, you know, just taking a mental health break is a big, you know, type of rest for our bodies. And I think it's also like a rejuvenator for, you know, how we want to continue out our week or even our month. And in some cases, life change really happens to some people when they take those mental breaks, you know. Um, I had to schedule them. And so what I would do is I would give myself, um, when I first started right after Zach's accident, I would give myself the weekend. And I would say, this weekend, I'm doing nothing but me. You know, whatever me wants to do. Um, and it shut down and it changed friendships and relationships, but I grew from me from that resting time. Um, as things have picked up and, you know, work changed, then I kept Sundays. Sundays is the day for me. So, you know, if I don't do anything that day, I'm not going to feel guilty for it because that's my day. And I say that, but I usually give it, to, um, it's usually, this is my God day. And so it seems like, you know, that whole day is around what am I going to do with me and Jesus and how am I going to make this about, it's not so much about him, but more so about how I want to live with him, because I don't think that I can really do it without that day. And it, it's a day that because I give myself permission and because I know that it's going to revive me and it is my resting day. It's like, um, it's like it, it's it's comfort, it's rejuvenating, it's soul filling, and I think sometimes just giving yourself that permission, you know, is a big deal. So, you know, I want you to think about how much time you're getting at sleep at night. Are you putting your phone away and doing, you know, like um, Leanne suggested? Are you setting a time to go to bed, you know, like Bree suggested? And then, more importantly. How are you using that time when you're awake too? And then how are you setting aside time for yourself just to rebuild yourselves and just to give yourself permission to go throughout the day? That's, I think that's been big changes um, for me. And I'm just curious to see just from hearing these things, how you make those changes within yourself because it starts slowly, but you can do it. <clears throat> I can, um, Honestly, say I'm not a good resting person. <laughs> Guilty. Um, I am a go, go, go person until I go, go, go to bed. And um, so there, there are different things, though, that I do and have incorporated into uh, my day for rest. 
Um, but what I was going to say, tagging off of Leanne also, was that, that the 10 to 2, that is the physical repair, and then the 2 to 6 is what I understand is the psychological repair. So it's, you know, it's important to get both of those pieces in, uh, for sure, because, um, well, we need both of them. And tagging off what Brienne said was, um, you know, going to sleep and getting more sleep, I have been, um, and I do have the luxury to be able to shift my time and uh, not saying it's the best thing, but I, I make sure that I'm trying to get seven hours of sleep, at, you know, and so I may end up, if I end up getting in bed a little bit later, then I will shift the time that I get up. Um, so if you have that luxury, you can do that, but going to bed early would be a better choice <laughs> for me also um and also with the light the light in the eyes like right now i'm sitting here going this would not be what i would do at night because i've got light 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 everywhere so that you can actually see me um because i am the uh what latest time zone so it is dark outside now and um i have and i've probably said this all uh, before is that i have all of these lovely little salt lamps everywhere in my house and every room has a salt lamp and um that's what i use at night i don't turn on the lights it's salt lamps and it gives a nice warm glow um that's not to say i don't look at my phone in the evening i do and you know yes i try not to look at it um after a certain time either because you're right Leanne, you know at least an hour right but um just whatever ways you can do to, to not bring in that light that is going to help and, and having a dark room um that was one thing that we changed we did finally end up getting some of those room darkening curtains and my husband is sleeping better now so he's not waking up um as often to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night so the light's not distracting him he goes i think that's that's really helping and i'm like <laughs> so, it, it does. And I, you know, I wanted to get away from a, I, I wore a eye mask and I wanted to get away from that um, and just be able to sleep without it. Now, what happens when I go somewhere else to sleep? I don't know what's going to happen because <laughs> I'm used to having, you know, the darkness, um, but it is uh, so much better and you can get so much better sleep. And when another thing with Bree said was, you know, about getting the sleep and it helping you, um, actually when you get more sleep you are more productive so yes you're spending more time sleeping but your brain doesn't have to work as hard so you can be more productive um so there are you know benefits to that too so you know you don't have to you know just wake up early because you got to go do 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 but if you get the sleep in it might not take as long to do that thing so Mm -hmm. Those are just some of the thoughts that I had. I've got some others for our group, so. All right, well, if you are interested in more sleep information, I encourage you to join our membership, $7 a month. What have you got to lose? Maybe a latte, but that won't help you sleep anyway. So um, come on in and join us. Uh, I think we all have more to share in the group on sleep. And otherwise, if you're not interested in joining the membership, we do ask that you please be sure to comment and uh, review our podcast 
five-star reviews help us in the algorithm to get more people, reach more people. And we have a goal this year of reaching a thousand people, a thousand women to help. And we would be so grateful if you would help us do that. And in the meantime, please remember to like, subscribe, she said share, and be sure to click that notification bell so you know every time we put out a new podcast and we will see you next time. Bye everybody. In the sky,